Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 22nd, 2020. Man, we're 22 days into the year already. I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom, and I'm going to be teaching about freedom all year long. And within that, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about the glory of the Lord from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We studied 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 10 through 18. Uh, we've been looking at this for a couple of weeks. For the last few days, we've been looking at verses 17 and 18. I want us to go back to verses 17 and 18 again today. And the title of today's message is you become what you behold. You become whatever you behold. We'll deal with that today. So 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 and 18 from the easy to read version. The Bible says the Lord is the spirit where the spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. There's that freedom we've been teaching on. Verse 18 says, our faces are not covered. We're not like Moses. We don't have to put a veil over our face. Our faces are not covered. Therefore, we get to show everyone the glory of the Lord. And we are being changed to be like him. And this change in us brings us more and more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Holy Spirit. In yesterday's message, I said that we literally become whatever we behold. I said, whatever we give our attention to continually is what we will display consistently. Whatever you give your attention to continually is what your life will display consistently, is what you will become. So, that, so I like to say that if you don't like who you are becoming, then you need to take a look at what you are beholding. Right? You got to take a look at what you're giving your attention to. I'm going to deal with that today. You become what you behold. So what does this mean to you today? I have two things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these two things, I want you now to rid yourself of every distraction and just kind of lean in a little bit and hear what God is saying through me. Two things. Number one, here we go. Your thoughts control your life. Your thoughts control your life. While Moses was up there on the mountain with God for 40 days and 40 nights, his singular focus was God, right? He was gazing at God for 40 days. So it's obvious that when he came down from the, you know, from the mountain, why his face was emanating the glory of God, because he had been in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights. You literally become whatever you behold. He had given God his attention for 40 days. And so when he came down from that mountain, people knew, wow, this man has been with God. My question is, have you given God that type of attention, right? Your eyes are a gateway to your soul and your ears are a gateway to your soul. Whatever you allow through your eye gates gets down in your heart. Whatever you allow through your ear gates gets down in your heart. That's why you can't watch everything as a believer and you can't listen to everything as a believer. So I like to say it this way, whatever is in you abundantly will come out of you eventually. So when people interact with you, it is clear to them, it may not be clear to you, but it's clear to them what you've been listening to and what you've been looking at. Because whatever you give your attention to will fill your heart. And the Bible says, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. So your mouth is telling on you. Your mouth is telling everyone what you've been giving your attention to. Your mouth is telling everyone what you've been watching and what you've been listening to. So said another way, your mouth will produce a harvest based upon the seeds 
that you sow through your eyes and through your ears. So that being the case, if you don't like the harvest that your mouth is producing, then you got to check the seeds that you have been sowing. You can't listen to garbage and then think that righteousness is going to come out of your mouth. Whatever you meditate on is critical. The Bible tells us to meditate, medicate on God's word. How often? Day and night. That's Joshua 1 and 8, Psalms 1 and 2. And I cannot overstate the importance of your thoughts. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 and 7, as a man thinks, so is he. If you think you can, if you think you can't, either way, you're right. You are the way you think you are. In Proverbs 4 and 23, the Bible says, be careful what you think because your thoughts control your life. You become what you behold. If you're looking at God, if you're thinking about God, you will become what you are beholding. Your thoughts control your life. But if you're sitting there and you're going to meditate on, oh man, I can't do this. Uh, this is overwhelming. You're, you're, you're meditating and meditating on your problems and your challenges and you're telling yourself you can't and you're telling yourself you're overwhelmed and you're telling yourself you'll never get out of the hole, then guess what? You're never going to get out of the hole. Not because it's not that you can't get out, it's because you're thinking that way. And if that's the way you think, that's what you will live. If you focus your thoughts on God, and, and, and the text in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 talks about you beholding this glory and becoming what you behold. If you focus your thoughts on God and you purposefully, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about haphazardly. I'm talking about purposefully think about him every day and all throughout the day. Then you will live your life with the same mindset Jesus had. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You're supposed to live with the mindset that Jesus had. Well, Rick, what's the mindset? that Jesus had. Well, basically this was his mindset. He walked around thinking the father lives in me. He is giving me the words. He is performing the work. He empowers me to do things that exceed human power, human ability, human strength. There's nothing I can't do because there's nothing he can't do. And he lives in me. That's the mindset Jesus lived with. And that's the mindset we're supposed to live with. The mind of Christ is the mind that we have to put on. The father loves you. Look at me for a minute. As I close out this first point, let me be clear. The father loves you with the same love that he loved his own son with. The father gave you the same Holy Spirit that he deposited inside of Jesus. You are carrying around the same glory that was on the inside of Jesus. So now it's up to you to spend time gazing upon him, spending time in his presence, because if you do, you will become what you behold. Number two, I only have two points this morning. You are changed little by little. Now, this is it's not going to happen overnight, but if, you, if you're consistent, it will happen. Our text says in Corinthians 3 and 18, once again, that we are literally changed or transfigured into the very image and likeness of God. And this happens when we behold the glory of the Lord, which is connected to the Holy Spirit. So the more we meditate on the fact that God and all of his glory is living on the inside of us, and the more we purposefully, once again, not haphazardly, purposefully give our attention to God and his glory, then the more we're going to be like him. So once again, if you don't like the progress that you're making, then you got to consider your focus or your lack of focus, right? There's no way you can focus on God 
and his limitless power and his emanating glory and the fact that he is living on the inside of you and then see yourself as a failure. You, there's no way you can think about God and all of his power and his limitless nature and then look in the mirror and see a failure. No, if you're thinking about God, when you look in the mirror, you're going to see God in you. But if you're thinking about failure, then there's no way that you can think failure, failure, failure all day long and then experience divine victory. It doesn't work that way. You have to give your laser focus to God. And if you do, then little by little, you will be changed. It will not happen overnight, but it will happen. And at that point, when you are being changed then and people start to experience God and see something different in you, it's just going to come natural to you. Why? Because at that point, it's not like you have to make it happen. It's not being forced. It's something that just happens because you, what's, what's really happening is you're dying to self. The more you die to self, the more God is able to live through you. And the more God is able to live through you, let me say it this way, because I'm teaching on freedom this year, the more free God is to live through you, the more freedom you will get to experience in this world. You want freedom? Then let God be free. If you allow God to be free, to do whatever he wants to do, to, to lead you wherever he leads you to go. Like Jesus, like I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. If you live like that, I'm like, hey God, I'm down for whatever. Wherever you lead me to go, I'll go. Whatever you tell me to say, I'll say. Whatever you lead me to do when I get there, I'll do it when I get there. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like I'll do whatever you want me to do. You are free to live through me. When you allow God to be free, then you are going to experience freedom like you have never experienced before. So in this season of freedom, you got to make time to spend time with God. Instead of thinking about your problems, instead of thinking about your challenges, meditate, meditate on God and his goodness and his power. Spend time with God in his word. Spend time with God in worship. Spend time with God in prayer. The more time you spend with God and the more attention you purposefully, not haphazardly, purposefully give him, the more you will be changed into the very image and the likeness of God. And at that point, your life will be like a mirror, the text says, and you will reflect the glory of God everywhere you go. When people come in contact with you, they're going to say, that's a man, that's a woman who has been with God. In closing, let me say this. In the world, people's actions shape their identity. In God's kingdom, your identity actually shapes your actions. You got to know who you are. You must know who you are. And the only way to discover your true self is to discover Jesus. When you discover Jesus, when you get a revelation of who Jesus is, you will get a revelation of who you are and you will start to live as the man, the woman that you are destined to be, destined from the foundations of the world. Your life will drastically be changed the day you believe what God believes about you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I know I will become what I behold. Therefore, I purposefully give my attention to you, your word, your power, and your glory. I meditate on you and your word day and night. I think about the fact that you, Father, and all of your glory are living on the inside of me. There's nothing you can't do. So there's nothing I can't do. I see myself the way you see me. I believe what you believe about me. 
I am the man or woman you destined me to be. I live my life to bring you glory. This does not happen with more trying. This happens with more dying. I die to me. You live through me. And I am free. Because you are free to live in me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Click on it. Subscribe. Put in your email address. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Go into this day ready to let God out, ready to, to be a reflection of God and his glory in this world. You will become whatever you behold. Give God your attention and do it on purpose. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.